Radio Sport Breakfast. Ken Johns, Nathan Rardetti and Mark Peard. Radio Sport. And that Frenchman with the whistle blows it for the final time for New Zealand. They are beaten, but not bowed. Defeated, but certainly not disgraced. Be proud of this team, New Zealand. It just wasn't to be tonight. This is Peru's night. A crowd of 8,000 stands as one here at QBE Stadium on Auckland's North Shore. Job done for coach Anthony Hudson and the Allways. They have beaten New Caledonia 2-0. How quickly they do sell their soul. Here comes Burdos. Right foot it out. Into the mixer. Up and go. Crucial moment in this game. The penalty to Bahrain. Adnan to take. Approaches the ball. Right footed. Saved! Bones of metal, metal. Needs good delivery. It's dangerous if nothing else. And the shot, it's in. They've scored. New Zealand, they're back on level terms. And it's a first goal in an all-white shirt for Monty Patterson. in from Doyle and headed in by Thomas. The All-Whites go 2-0 up. Radio Sport Breakfast. Kent, Nathan and Mark. Radio Sport. Well, actually, a lot of discussion this morning around all of the football codes as we know and love them. Yes, Andy Martin, Chief Executive of New Zealand Football. In just a moment on your Radio Sport Breakfast. Radio Sport Breakfast. Our football coverage with Britannia Financial Services, the experts for UK pension transfers. New All-Whites coach, Fritz Schmidt, named his first squad uh, yesterday. This is for the game against Canada next Sunday on the Spanish coast of all places. Uh, Nico Boxall is in the team, son of John Kerwin. Nico Kerwin is in there. a lot of Nikos. Uh, well, a lot of former players, kids. I think Alex Roof is in there. Andre yes. de Jong's never played. Fred de Jong's son. Right. And Sarpreet Singh, who's had a pretty half-decent season for the Phoenix, or a few yes. games at least. He's been named as well. A whole host of players unavailable, most notably guys from Major League Soccer. No Chris Wood, no James Musa or Winston Reid either. Both of those guys have been injured. And 14 players who were not part of the World Cup qualifiers against Peru just a few months ago have been named in Schmidt's first ever squad. We're interested, though, in the fixture itself. As I say, this is against Canada in Europe, in Spain, behind closed doors, and it's 4am next Sunday morning. Andy Martin is the Chief Executive of New Zealand Football, and he joins the programme. Andy, welcome back to the programme. Morning, gents. Good uh, intro earlier. I've got to say that was uh, hairs on the back of the neck. I've been listening to some of that stuff, so well done. <laughs> well, will you have access to any coverage of this game yeah. yourself? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, well, I'll go out to support Fritz for this first week, but I think what's happening, this behind-closed-doors thing, is basically, you know, in, in a lot of ways, it's a training, get-to-know-the-teams game, and because they're in neutral venues, you don't have host broadcasters the same. So I think both teams are going to do some streaming. There's going to be some highlights available for Kiwis when they wake up in the morning. Um, but really, this is two new coaches trying to get together with uh, a wider squad at the start of the World Cup cycle to see what they've got. I think that's really where it, where it best fits. The, the thing I really wanted to know, Andy, was, so there's no crowd there, how does this game work economically for New Zealand football? Um, well, this is just a straight 50-50 between the two teams. So we get there, we put ourselves up in a hotel, and we play the game and come away. Um, and Canada will do exactly the same. 
Um, people can come and watch the game, but it's not a it's not a venue where there's going to be a stadium where there's going to be you know people on the gate taking money. So if if you happen to be on holiday in Spain and you want to come and see us, then oh. of course people can wander along. But if you imagine this is a small these are small sort of holiday complex type training grounds where we're going to be based in La Manga. Um, it's a big sort of European golf resort. A lot of teams, a lot of top teams, go to these resorts mid-season. What we've done, we, um, but there's no, there's no facilities. There's no setup for a stadium, you know, for, for a proper sort of ticketed game. So the two coaches wanted to uh, test out new players, as you've seen what Fritz is doing. John Herdman's doing exactly the same. Uh, we both missed out on the World Cup, so this is the start of another four-year cycle to start looking at players. So is this an international friendly or a training run? No, no, it's an international friendly, so it'll be absolutely an A international. Um, that's that's what it's what's important to get all the players together. Um, so it'll be all you know proper proper rules, proper referees, all the usual stuff. It just won't be in one of the big stadiums um, like you used to see. Should we expect to see more of these types of fixtures in the next few years? Things have been going on for a long time. If you just look back through, you know, what tends to happen in Europe around this time of year, people will have a mid-season break and they'll take their teams away to one of the one of the sort of the training venues, warm weather normally. Um, and a lot of teams congregate in that sort of area, so it's very easy to get games then. Um, so, so this works. And, and part of the other reason was obviously we we predicted at the time that we'd have our new coach. Um, a lot of our players now are in Europe and America, as you know. Um, so this is a good venue to say, let's get him to go and see all the players and he can give them a, a run out close to home. Uh, Andy Martin with us. So Andy, why not say, you know what, let's get Vanuatu down or let's get New Caledonia down? Like, what, What's the advantage or um, of, of playing the Canadians in particular? Oh, look, there's, there's so many different variations and you're right, those, those, those are good questions. But I think the, uh, the group at the time decided we wanted to be nearer to Europe so that ironically we wanted to be able to get the big players um, you know, closer to the end of their season. Unfortunately, Winston, who was coming, has been injured. Uh, Chris is not available, uh, given where he is in his recovery. So it's just the way it happened. But I think, you know, the idea was to be in Europe and to test out a lot of those players over there. Remember back in, I think it was October last year, we announced our first ever full professional all-white squad. And a lot of those players are Europe-based now uh, in America. I mean, you talk about Chris, Chris's recovery. You Presumably, you're talking about your captain, Chris Wood, who's been scoring goals for Burnley. So how come he's unavailable? Well, he's not back full-time, is he? He only came off the bench last week. So it's quite a, you know, an important time for him. So with uh, Fritz, Fritz has spent the last couple of weeks travelling around, meeting players. I think he's spoken to over 50 players, and he's done an amazing job in such a short space of time. And you know, this, this period where we're starting again, we're looking at the cycle going through for ultimately... Uh, the World Cup in 22, but the Olympics in 2020 is about getting ready with a squad ready for that uh, Tokyo Olympics. Um, so he knows what people like Chris and Winston can do, as he said yesterday. And I think it's sensible that he's having a look early on at, at some of the other players. Um, as I say, for Chris, I think because obviously he was on the bench last week, he's come off and scored some goals. You know, he needs time to, to get himself back to full speed, ready for the rest of the season. And has the new coach had to make concessions too with guys from the United States, Andy, where this is a FIFA window, so the players therefore should be released to play, but because it's not convenient or doesn't suit, does he have to concede ground here? Look, it's all about relationship management. This, I think Anthony talked a lot about this in the past. You know, what you're doing is working with the clubs, working with the players to do the right thing. Because ultimately, when it gets to the business end of of our competitions, we need all our players available. So, you know, this this time of the season for the Americans, I think it's two games in. 
Um, some of them are literally just setting themselves up in professional careers. You don't want to do anything to jeopardise that for them. So I think Fritz has been very good, listened to the players, done the right thing. Because ultimately, you know, we want those players in America, the Kiwis, to be established professionals when we pull them into a competition or, or a big game that we need them for. Um, so this is, this is a good way around it. And as I said, the good thing is he's got on a plane, he's gone and seen as many as he can, he's talked to everybody, um, and he's made some good, considered decisions. Are you in a position soon, Andy, where you may be able to announce an All-Whites programme for the next couple of years? And should we hang out for home games to see them? Well, look, we always want to get home games. You know, we were lucky last year. We had, I think, three uh, home games last year because of the qualifying route. So we're always driven by, uh, ultimately, the Oceania qualification route. So once we know what the World Cup qualification route and the Olympic qualification looks like, we then have spare windows that are not taken by qualifiers for us to start to work on fixtures. So it's the same, you know, that's been like that for a long time. Um, we, we've got a lot of teams want to play us, as you know. We've said that before. We, we know a lot of countries now. Um, and it's just getting the balance right. You know, I think we're looking to try and get a, I think the Ferns are, are planning to be at home in June in Wellington, which would be, it would be great if that comes off. Um, because we're very conscious that, you know, we saw an amazing crowd for the Peru game back in November, and it was just fantastic to get everybody out. We want to do that as often as we can, but it's, it's not straightforward, as we know. Um, but it's a, an ambition we keep pushing for. I've got to say, Andy, I was a little bit surprised yesterday when I heard that uh, the coach been looking through like fan forums and stuff to get <laughs> ideas from people. Your reaction when you first heard that? Well, I think what I said to him was, you don't remember, he's only been in the country, what, I think he, he came in for a week and then he's been on his bike for the rest of the, uh, what, 10, 15 days going around uh, meeting and, and talking to players. And so Andreas Haraf, the technical director, and myself have been giving him as much insight as we possibly can from the last cycle um so what he's been doing just a sort of extra homework i guess has been looking at you know what a what a forum saying what players are out there that we miss has anybody mentioned somebody that we haven't heard of um so full marks to him you know if it, if it brings in one extra player then that's great but i think he hasn't had the time to sit and watch the premiership uh, in this country yet you know so obviously seen a couple of live games on tv uh, and he's made some decisions once we've all sort of worked and, and talked them through so he's got a good group there i think if you think about what a squad for the um, for the Olympics might look like, what a squad for the World Cup might look like. You know, you've got a lot of names that hopefully will kick on and be there for us. Uh, Andy, just before we go out of here, by the way, thanks very much for being here for us on a Friday at 7 in the morning. Um, you said beforehand there'd be like maybe, I think, um, some streaming or perhaps highlights or something of the game that we might be able to see somewhere on the web. Do you know, where, where can we find those? Do you know? I think it's going to be uh, like we did with the firms. It'll be on our website and it'll be there from seven in the morning is what I understand. So we've got people out there who'll be, who'll be doing sort of single um, double camera sort of coverage and then they'll, they'll cut that up for us so that when we wake up on that morning, we'll have some coverage for everybody to have a look at. Um, obviously, social, me- social media will support the game in the normal way. Just like, go over and have a holiday in Spain, Nate. That's the easiest yeah, way of watching. Okay, oh, okay, listen, yeah. there's some great golf courses in La Manga. Go out there and play golf while we're training and then come and watch the game. It'll be uh, it'll be a nice place to be. That sounds <laughs> just like me. Cheers, Andy Martin. Thank you. There we go. Chief Executive of New Zealand okay. Football.